luxurious love His tracks take me to an oasis Of peace, the quiet brook of bliss That's where he restores and revives my life He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure And leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness So that I can bring honor to his name Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love 
pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. The Lord is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. Good evening, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here tonight. and We welcome you here to Victory Christian Fellowship. This is our Wednesday night refreshing service. And we're just going to have a good time in the Lord tonight as times of refreshing come from His presence. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful that you fill every hungry heart, you quench every thirsty soul, and Lord, you have you want us to be full. And Lord, we thank you for filling us with your fullness tonight. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory. And we welcome your presence here in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. Amen. Are you ready to worship tonight? Thank you, Jesus. He is jealous for me, love like a hurricane, I am a tree, bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy, all of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for Don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about 
you did for us as we remember this week and this weekend Jesus we put special emphasis on what you've done for us and it was all because you loved us so much that you came to this earth for us you walked this earth Jesus you touched the dirt you lived in this place when you didn't have to but you did it because you loved us we thank you for this tonight Jesus we pay special attention to what you've done for us. It is not just a holiday marking time, but it is a grateful, grateful attention that we give to you, Jesus. As we remember what you've done for us on the cross, as we remember that you won victories for us, we thank you, Jesus, for who you are. We thank you for what you've done for us. Oh, we worship you in this place tonight, Jesus. 
We bless your holy and wonderful name, Lord. There is none like you. You live for us. You died for us. You took our sin away. And you rose from the dead. You're the champion of faith. You're the victorious victor. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. We love you. And we rest in your love for us. And Lord, we thank you that you are in our midst. And you speak to us. put a well in you. It springs up to eternal life. You can drink from it whenever you will. You can drink for it flows from within and it overflows on your life. It's the water that brings life. It refreshes your soul and it makes you whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You may be seated if you can. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. They are better and they get better and better. Amen. What a joy it is. And what a joy it is to be able to come together on a Wednesday night. Not just out of duty, but to have an encounter with the living God. Our God's alive. He's not dead. And he's very much involved in this earth. Now, he is not in control of everything. He doesn't control the robbers or the addicts or the liars. Amen? He's in control of those who submit to him. Hallelujah. Just want to give you a couple announcements, and uh, of course, you're giving tonight. If you'd like to give, it's available to you. You can give anytime. You know, the Bible says, "Give and it shall be given to you." How many want your it? Well, in order to get your it, you've got to give. Amen. You've got to put something. God operates on seed, time, and harvest. You plant your seed. There's some time that passes, and then there comes a harvest. Amen. And how many know a harvest is always more than the seed? It's multiple, multiple times more. And if you're watching tonight, we're so glad for that. You can also give online, and that's available to you. Amen. And uh, God is so good. You know, our youth last night, they had a youth-led service. And we got some preachers in our youth. Amen. They did such a fantastic job. Uh, we had, they did three sermons in one. It was awesome. And uh, Nelson and Nadine, they're just doing a great job listening to the Holy Ghost. And I was just so, so blessed. Amen. And you know, salvation is easy. Amen. And God is fun. He wants to save you, heal you, and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So congrats to our youth who, who did that. I had the 
watch it from home, but it was awesome, awesome, awesome. Praise God. God is moving. And then tonight, we have uh, Mr. Paul Peretti who's going to minister to our kids. Amen. I'm just going to dismiss you in just a moment. And uh, coming up, our big announcement, April 16th. Oh, uh, if, if you don't have a home church, you know, you're welcome to come to us. This Sunday, you're sure to get a raise. God's going to give you a raise this Sunday. If you want to find out more about that, you have to come on Sunday. But God's going to give you a raise this Sunday. And uh, hallelujah. So, Father, I just thank you for blessing every gift that every giver has brought and given to you, Lord. I thank you that you receive it in heaven. And you open those windows in heaven. You pour out a blessing on the giver so great that their room can't contain it. Lord, there's not room enough to hold it. And we just thank you for your amazing blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, kids, if you want to join Mr. Paul, and he'll take you to where you're going to go, and you're going to have a good lesson. Amen. Be blessed. This is a breakthrough. We haven't had a kids' class on Wednesday for a long time. Amen. God's doing some things. And then coming up, April 16th to 17th, is our women's conference. That has been, uh, it is full, full, full. And uh, our special guest is going to be Robin D. Bullock. And uh, him and his family are coming up from Warrior, Alabama. And uh, they're also going to be with us on that Sunday uh, for our Sunday morning service. So it's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a packed weekend. Amen. And uh, we're going to take a picture of the parking lot and post it up, right? As a vision. And uh, just say, look what God, look what God has done. So if you, uh, ladies, if you signed up for the conference, great. If you didn't, well, you're going to have to come on Sunday. <laughs> Amen. All right. Praise God. You ready tonight? What are we doing? What, what have we been doing on these past Wednesdays? Learning how to flow. How to yield. How to move. And how to respond to the Holy Ghost. Say, he's moving. Say, things are shaken. Strongholds are breaking. You know, when God moves, sometimes our response is we shake. You know, I, I'll never forget, I was, in a, I was on a mission trip to the Czech Republic in 1994. And uh, we were ministering with a humanitarian a clinic that uh, ministered to the homeless. Uh, they did a service. They did medical. And uh, we were there cleaning up their building for them. And we went to this Bible study in this apartment building. And there we met a Swedish evangelist. And as he shared, he began to prophesy predominantly over me. And for 45 minutes, the power of God was so heavy, I just shook. My breathing was heavy. My body just shook and vibrated. Amen? See, because when you come in contact with the power of God, something's going to give. It's no different if you touch live electricity. You know, electricity may cause you to shake. It might even give you a new hairdo. Right? 
And tonight, I really felt impressed that God wants us to focus on his work within. You know, God is doing something in us. Everything that God does, he does from the inside out, not the outside in. When a person gets saved, their hair color doesn't change. Their eye color doesn't change. Their physical characteristics don't change. But something changes. What changes? Something on the inside. You know, uh, they used to sing a song at Rama. Something on the inside. Working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. And uh, because God works within, we have to be God inside minded. What does that mean? It means living out of the awareness that God dwells in a believer. God literally moves inside by his spirit into our lives when we accept Jesus Christ as Savior. That his Holy Spirit is in us. You know, we are the temple. It's where God dwells. Every one of us, corporately and individually, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And, you know, the Bible teaches that God is for you, God is with you, and God is in you. He touches you on every level of humanity. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. Aren't you glad for that? And see, when you understand who you have on the inside, life becomes very, very different. You become radical. I went to that church and I got radicalized. I do things I never thought I would do. Amen? I remember the first time I got used to raising my hands. Oh, what a freedom. It is. Now I don't even think about it. Amen? But when you first think, when you first get, come in contact with God, it's a little awkward. But that's okay. Because it's a progressive growing thing. Amen? You know, when you realize who is on the inside of you, depression ceases. Fear leaves. And sickness and disease are evicted. You say, say, I'm cleaning this temple. And you don't belong here, sickness and disease. No, sickness and disease do not belong in the temple of God. Amen? And fear becomes a thing of the past. It goes bye-bye. I want you to realize something. In, in Genesis 2-7, you know, God created us from the dirt. And here was God. He formed this man, this walking ball of dirt. Yeah, we were dirt balls. Until something was put inside of us. Until God breathed where? He breathed his breath 
in us, and when his breath entered us, we became a living being. We became animated. We became active. We were able to talk and walk and think and feel. When God's breath was, it wasn't on the outside, but it was on the inside. He breathed into us the breath of life. The Ruach of God, that's the breath of God. God's still breathing today. You know, I love the Bible says, you know, God sneezed. It says the blast of his nostrils, he split the Red Sea. When God sneezes, things happen. Obstacles get moved out of the way. Amen? See, when, when you know that something is in you, it's always with you. You didn't leave the house today and say, oh, I forgot my heart. Let me go back and get it. Why? It's in you. Right? When something's in you, it's always with you. When something is in you, it's a part of you. Okay? When something is in you, you can access it easily. Right? You know, when you got money in your pocket, you, you can pay for things. I mean, I got it right. I, I got it. I'll take care of it right now. Right? So when something is in you, it, you can access it easily. When something is in you, it'll come out of you. Right? When something is in you, it'll come out of you. And when something is in you, you can use it when you need it most. Right? See, in order to make a withdrawal on, a, on an account, a checking account, savings account, a deposit would have had to have been made. And God made his richest deposit into us with Christ Jesus. Okay? I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20. If you're on empty tonight, don't leave until you get filled up. This is a filling station. And you weren't designed to run on fumes. You have got to keep your tank full. I'll never forget what God told the prophet Samuel on his way to anoint David as king. He said, fill your horn with oil and go. Tonight, you've got to get your horn filled with oil. What does that mean? It means your authority, your strength, your power. It all comes from God. And God is in the filling business. But he fills us until we overflow. See, when, when your tank overflows, it's not a problem with God. It's a design by God. You were designed to overflow. See, if you want to bless your friend with a Sprite, shake it up and open it close to them. And what's on the inside is going to get on them, right? See, here, I just want to bless you with a sticky shower. Proverbs 20, 27. Chapter 20, verse 27 says, The spirit of man is the lamp of 
of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. The New Living Translation says, The human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. Or I'm sorry, that was the NIV. The New Living says, The human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. It's pretty much the same. But the literal standard version says the breath of man is the lamp of Yahweh, searching all the inner parts of the heart. You know, the entrance of God's word, it gives light, right? God's word is designed to illuminate. It is designed to bring light. Why? Light gets rid of darkness. You know, sometimes when we're in the world, our souls get wounded. And a wounded soul is a darkened soul. There's less light and more darkness. What did Jesus say? There's no darkness where? In me. Why? He is the light of the world. He let the word of God come into his heart, which brings light. Right? Light and illumination. That's what God's word does. It brings light and illumination. And uh, did you know that life is a direct gift from God? We didn't earn anything to become alive. God gave life. He's a life giver. Right? And see, when God's light enters in, it searches on the inside. Like a cave person, you know, that when they have that, they go into a cave and they have a headlight or flashlight and they're searching, right? They search the depths of the soul and it clears out anything that doesn't need to be there and it enhances things that should be there, right? And God gives us a clear, glorious light, And it shines on the inward parts. You know, in order to overcome wounds in your soul, you need light. You need light to flood your soul. What did Paul see when he was on the road to Damascus? A great light. Why? He was darkened. He thought that while he was persecuting Christians and imprisoning Christians because they believed in Jesus Christ... He thought that that's what, he was, that's what God wanted him to do, but it was dark. It's, it's morbid, you might want to say, right? So what did God do? God surrounded Paul with light. And that light flooded his soul. His soul. And his eyes were, had a scale on them where he couldn't see the natural thing. All he could do was look on the inside. And God was searching his heart on the inside for three days. But Paul made the decision that he was going to embrace the lights. Are you ready to embrace the light tonight? And Paul decided that he was going to do what God wanted him to do. To go before kings, Gentiles, and the Jews. With the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then God sent Ananias, who was a light. He was full of the light, right? And what did he do? He laid hands on Paul. Scales fell from his eyes. He got filled with the Holy Ghost. And he set, he jumped, I like to say he jump-started Paul's ministry. Amen? 
Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. This kind of captures what God does on the inside. Starting with verse 14. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is a prayer that you can also pray for yourself or for others. I call it a scriptural prayer. He says in verse 15, From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Did you know that the Christian family has relatives in heaven and on earth? You know, people who believe in Christ, who died before, they're in heaven. And we're going to see them again. Right? They They didn't cease to exist. They're just relocated. Okay? 16. That he would grant you. How many have been, want to see, receive God's endowment of a special grant tonight? That he may grant you according to the riches of his glory. Oh my goodness. According to what? The riches of his what? Of his glory. His presence, His majesty, His beauty, His power, His splendor, His goodness. Pastor Fiona said it earlier, you know, God's glory wants to fill the earth. It filled the temple. It filled the mountain. It was seen. It was heard. It's expressive. It's explosive. It's like a light show. It's bright. It's brilliant. It's blazing. That's the glory. Out of the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with might through his spirit where? In the inner man. God wants you strong on the inside. What is your inner man? Your inner man is the spirit of man. Your inner man is the hidden man of the heart. It's the inner man that gets born again when you accept Jesus Christ. It's the inner man that becomes a new creation in Christ Jesus. It's the inner man that, re- that is made righteous and new. It's, you're literally a new creation on the inside. You're one-third new. And you're two-thirds renewed. Did you know that God's given you renewable energy? You've got to renew your mind. Right? That's renewable energy. And then the Word of God, you can get strength and power from the Word. It's renewable energy. It brings renewal. It brings restoration. To be strengthened with might. To be strong in your spirit. That's powerful. From his glorious, unlimited resources, he'll give you power and strength in your spirit. And it's designed for you to live out of that power and strength. Amen? The power and strength that you have on the inside through Christ Jesus, it can face every challenge. It can whoop every enemy. It can come out of any valley. It can cross any barrier. Okay? The Amplified says that you might be energized with power 
through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling in your innermost being and personality, God wants to give you an inside-out makeover. Where do you put gas in your car? You just throw it on top? No, you have to put it inside. If you don't put the gas inside, it's not going to have the power it needs to go. Right? You know, I'm holding this iPad. And I can see a screen. I can hold a case. But inside this iPad, there are components that make it work. You can't see the components. You can't see the power source, but it's got power. Look, light's coming from it. Where's the power? The power is on the inside of it. Amen? And yes, i got to charge it when the battery's low. I plug it into the power source. Jesus Christ is our power source, and you got to plug into the power source to get recharged. You may have come in here tonight, and your battery's running low. you got the red streak in your life. You know? That red streak, you say, you're at 13%. Right? Guess what? If you're, if you're running at 13%, you only get 13% of the victory. You don't want just 13% of the victory. You want 100%. So you've come to VCF tonight, and you're going to plug into the power source. And that power is going to go inside where your new man is, and it's going to charge and energize you to give you what you need out of the riches of his glory. Guess what? Our God is an unlimited power source. He never loses power. There's never been a blackout in heaven. Amen. There's never been a disconnection in heaven. God is fully powerful. He's got more than enough for you, 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 all of us here and more. When God is moving, you'll never have to wonder, is there going to be enough for me? Yeah, there's more than enough for you. Amen? See, the inner man is the seat of influence in your life. And if you're not strong in your inner man, you're not going to be able to face the challenges that come in life. Why was Jesus so strong? Because he had such a strong inner man. See, he made a deposit. Remember, he was baptized by his cousin John at the Jordan. What happened at the Jordan? He was filled with the Holy Spirit because John saw the Spirit of God coming on him. Right? The Bible says that he had the Spirit of God without measure. And he would, he would pray at different times. He'd go by himself when everybody else was sleeping. And he'd pray. What was he doing? He was recharging his battery. He, sometimes he prayed all night and ministered all day. How could you do that? Because he had an unlimited power source. See, he was God-inside-minded. He fully depended, fully trusted on the God that was on the inside of him. And that's how we need to live our lives. Hallelujah. See, we need to be strengthened every day. Right? Our souls need a constant supply of grace. How often is mercy new? Why do you think it's new every morning? Because tomorrow you're going to need some mercy. Because you might do something that you didn't want to do. So you need the mercy. Right? 
And God gives us the grace, right? He's constantly pouring grace on us, all right? So we need this every day. We go back to Ephesians 3, all right? So we're strengthened with might through His Spirit. Notice the Spirit of God is the strengthener. The Spirit of God makes you strong, right? He is God's power generator. And He put within every believer a power generator, right? Out of your belly will flow. It's a hydroelectric power. It's living water that's flowing out of your innermost being that's generating power for your life, right? All right, but look at verse 17. That Christ may dwell where? In your hearts through faith. You know, God wants the anointing dwelling in your heart. Christ is the anointed one. Well, when you have the anointed one, you have his anointing. What's his anointing? His yoke-destroying, burden-removing power, right? If you came in here yoked to the wrong thing, God can destroy that yoke through the anointing. If you came in here burdened with the cares of life, God can remove that burden through the anointing. See, the anointing is like... Uh, uh, an earth mover. What do, you, what do you call a tractor that moves earth? Bulldozer. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. A bulldozer. You've got this pile of dirt, and if you were to shovel that thing, it'd take you weeks, right? But you get a bulldozer come along, that sucker will move that thing in, in minutes, right? See, that's the difference. See, God doesn't want you to take a shovel to your problems. He wants you to take a Holy Ghost bulldozer to your problems, right? And he wants to use his power to move those things out of your way to clear the path for you. See, this is what the power of God does. That Christ may dwell in... See, and it's by faith. It's by believing in him. And see, faith gives you access to it. Did you know that every piece of electrical equipment has a switch? It has a power supply, and it has a switch. And if you don't have the switch on, even though you have power, it's not working, is it? You can turn it off. See, faith is our switch. If you want to activate the power, you've got to turn the faith of switch on. You've got to believe, and that activates the power that's available. Luke 5, you know, they were in the house. Jesus was having a meeting. The house was packed. There, you couldn't get in. There, were, there weren't any more seats. There were people standing along the wall. And these guys brought their friend who was lame. Couldn't walk. So he had to be brought. Right? The Bible says that the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But those guys, they turned the power on. In other words, for them, right? The power was there, but they tapped into the power through faith. What was their faith? They climbed up to the roof. They removed the the roof, whatever it was, and they lowered the guy in front of Jesus. I'm telling you, if you don't find the seat, you can make a way, right? And, And the Bible is very clear. Jesus saw their faith. See, their faith activated the power for them, right? 
So you've got to... See, the anointing wants to dwell in your heart through faith. Okay, let's go on. I'm almost done. That you being rooted and grounded in love. See, love is the answer to all of your problems. If you're not rooted and grounded in love, did you know that love conquered the enemy? Did you know that God's love never fails? So if you're rooted and grounded in love, you're rooted and grounded into a solid foundation. God's love isn't going to go anywhere. God's love hasn't diminished at all. And part of having the Holy Spirit dwell in us, being, having the anointing us, is being rooted and grounded in love. What does your faith work by? It works by love. If your faith isn't working, you might want to check up on your love walk. Your love for God and your love for people. Okay? All right? That you may be able to comprehend with all the things, what is the length, the length, the width, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. Now, here's the kicker. Everybody say the kicker. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. God's in the filling business. He doesn't just fill you to the brim. He fills you with his fullness. With his more than enough. With his unlimited riches. With his bountiful supply. With plenty. Amen? Did you know that God kept adding sheep to Abraham? Until... Him and his nephew had so many sheep that they, the land where they were couldn't support all the sheep. Does, does not God know how many sheep, how many acres of land will take care of the sheep? But why did God keep you adding more sheep? Because that's his nature. He anoints your head with oil and your cup overflows. God's nature is for you. It's not just to have enough, but to have more than enough. God's nature is for you, not just to take care of you, but to take care of those whom you come in contact with, who you have influence over. Amen. God wants you. He wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to others. You can't be a blessing to others if you don't have enough. Amen? Hallelujah. Filled with a full measure, with the fullness of God. God is in the filling business. Amen? He wants to fill you with Himself. The richest measure of his divinity. He gives you the keys to the kingdom. Did you know that Luke 12 tells us it is your father's good pleasure to give you the keys, not to the car, not to the house, but to the kingdom. Keys represent authority. Right? And this is what Jesus did at his resurrection. You know what he said? I took the keys. Right? To death, to hell, and to the grave. And you know what he did with those keys? He went down to the hardware store, right? 
and he made copies, and he gave you a copy. 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 So that you all have access to open those doors. Amen. This is our heart. This is the heart of God. He wants you so full, so full that you can't. See, when God pours into a cup and we see that cup starting to overflow, our natural reaction is to cover the cup. But God says, no, let me keep pouring. I'm going to keep pouring. I'm going to keep pouring. Amen. I'm good to the last drop. Keep pouring. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit right now. And you're filling them, Father, with wisdom. You're filling them with goodness. You're filling them with joy in the name of Jesus. Oh, it's rising up. It's flowing like a river. Amen? Don't put a lid on it. Take the lid off. Take the lid off. Take the lid off. Amen? Take the lid off. Hallelujah. See, God is flowing. He's flowing. He's flowing. See, he created the container, and he knows what the container can hold, but he's not just satisfied because the overflow is where the blessing is in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you right now that you're flowing and you're overflowing in the name of Jesus. You're moving, Father. Hallelujah. You know, people in the Bible, they laughed. They danced. They shouted. They were very expressive. Amen? And, you know, you don't know how you're going to express yourself. So sometimes you just got to let yourself go. As the Lord begins to flow, as the Spirit of God begins to move, amen? You know, it's like the Olympic flame. Right? They take that flame and they pass it from one runner to the next runner to the next runner to the next runner to the next runner runner until they ignite the eternal flame. Right? That flame gets passed on from person to person. Fire here. Fire there. Fire over there. It's an eternal burning flame. He said, oh, there's fire shut up in your bones. Amen. You can't help. Do what God wants you to do. It's in you. It's burning. It's a passion. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you right now for flowing in this place in the name of Jesus. See, God's flow is not religious. It's relational. But he does flow like a river. He said, out of your belly, out of your belly, out of your guts, Out of your stomach, out of your innermost being will flow rivers, rivers of living water. Amen. you got some rivers that are flowing out of the inside of you in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Father, I command those rivers to flow in the name of Jesus. Oh, it's white water. There's some white water right here. White water right now. You're rafting on the rapids in the name of Jesus. There's some white water flowing right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Don't worry, Jesus is your raft. You're secure. You ain't going to drown. He ain't going to tip you over. But he's going to move you quickly in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That ravine can't contain that river. It's going to make a way through. Amen. Hallelujah. That river's flowing. You know, river of healing. Healing flows, doesn't it? And the Bible says that laughter, a merry heart, makes good like a medicine. Father, I thank you right now for a merry heart and the joy of the Lord, which is their strength in the name of Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I thank you, Lord. They've been under some pressure and some stress right now. And the best stress relief is the joy of the Lord, the unspeakable joy of God that flows like a river. Lord, I'm, I'm opening the floodgates right now in the name of Jesus. And that joy is going to flow out of the innermost being, out of the inner man right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Woo! Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. One woo for the Father, one woo for the Son, and one woo for the Holy Ghost. Woo! 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, sometimes you just got to cut loose. Don't worry about what people are thinking. They're going to be, they're doing, they're doing too much drinking to be thinking in the name of Jesus. See, God turns water into wine. See, you could drink a whole, all kinds of water and it's just going to, it's just going to quench your thirst. But when that water is turned to wine, see, he didn't even use fruit. He totally bypassed the process. He accelerated the way wine is even made. He just had them pour water until they were full, right? And from the time that they dipped into that water and brought it to the host of the party, it became wine. And then, Father, I just thank you right now for new wine. New wine. Lord, intoxicating power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that they are not drunk as you suppose, but they're very, very drunk in the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Oh, the Holy Ghost, times of refreshing, times of refreshing, times of refreshing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. 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 Glory. 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 Hallelujah.
You know, in Ephesians 5, the Bible says, Be not drunk with wine, where is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making a melody in your heart to God, giving thanks unto God for all. Oh, I thank you right now that there's a melody being made in your heart right now. You're speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, speaking to yourself would include tongues, too. Hallelujah. Father, right now, I just thank you that strength is coming to her right now. Let the weak say, I am strong in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, we got to get some of our young tongue talkers. Our young tongue talkers. Hallelujah. we got to release some tongues. Some tongues. That's the, that's the welding fire of your life in the name of Jesus. Ah, you can't contain your new wine. See, filling brings freedom. Filling brings freedom. Father, right now she is free indeed in the name of Jesus. Free to be the woman that God created you to be. Free to fulfill your God-given design in the name of Jesus. Free. You're full of creativity. You're full of excitement, full of power, full of fire. Hallelujah. And you're full of joy. 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 Now there's someone who knows how to overflow. Right here. Overflow. 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 Hallelujah. I could only see if the Pharisees were here. The Pharisees were spiritual wet blankets. Hallelujah. But there is a fire on the inside of you, and the flames are getting higher and hotter and brighter. Oh, oh yeah. That flame is getting higher. Hotter and brighter in the name of Jesus. Because your wood isn't wet. And God is not even done yet. Hallelujah. Cool, because the Holy Ghost has come and set in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for touching him right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks and praise. I thank you, Father, that when the glory would come on the tabernacle. Ho, ho, ho. Father, you have set up a meeting place with your saints in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, right now for the glory. Oh, the glory. The glory. The glory. 
the glory. Like it covered the Mount Sinai. It's covering you right now. It's clothing you with strength. It's filling you with joy. It's loosening tightened joints in the name of Jesus. Oh, it's freeing things. Yeah, hallelujah. It's bubbling up. It's bubbling up. It's beginning to flow. It's, it's a brook that's going to a river in the name of Jesus. I see the transition taking place right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. God is working mightily in you in the name of Jesus. Oh, I give you thanks and praise, Father. You're doing a work on the inside in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. <laughs> <laughs> This is what it looks like when a preacher preaches himself happy. unspeakable joy. I mean, you just can't put it into words. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Salvation is easy, so is being filled with the Holy Ghost. Father, right now, I just thank you, Lord, for your flow. 
and it's growing. Hallelujah. It's getting more powerful in the name of Jesus. It's increasing in strength in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. We've got to get up our sound people here. There's no, there's no reach. I mean, God's got the reach. Father, I just thank you right now, Lord, that you fill these guys with your Holy Spirit till they can't contain it in the name of Jesus. (laughs) 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 Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I can guarantee you, I did not have in my notes, walk around and do this. This is the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Yeah, the Holy Ghost. (laughs) The Holy Ghost! It's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, on the day of Pentecost, the people thought that the people in the upper room were drunk. But Peter said, they're not drunk as you suppose. But this is that. This is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you, Lord, when you receive a prophet in the name of Jesus, you get a prophet's reward. See, I've seen some strange things tonight. Oh, no, you haven't seen nothing yet. Oh, hallelujah. Oh. Ah. See, God fills you from within. And what he fills you with comes out. Amen? And he always works with his word. And he works by his spirit. <laughs> but I mean, you'll never find a better stress release than this right here. Amen. None of you should have any stress on you whatsoever. If you do, you just got to go ha 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 to the parking lot. <laughs> ha ha ha. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, when David was worshiping, the Spirit of God hit him. 
And he started to jump up and spin about wildly. I mean, he was doing kicks and splits and, I don't know, might have even been doing some acrobatics or something. And uh, someone got offended at his expression. Well, the person who got offended, they were barren for the rest of their life. Amen? Don't, don't be, just enjoy others' expressions. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I hear the Lord saying, paid in full. Paid in full. Paid in full. Paid in full. And you're free to do your thing. You're free to do your thing because it's been paid in full. What's your thing? It's the thing that God created you to do. It's the thing that God designed you to do. It's the thing that God called you to do. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't have to be someone else or something else. You just ask the manufacturer. The manufacturer has the design for you. Amen. He has the blueprint. All right. Well, Father, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your times of refreshing that you have poured out among us. Oh, Lord, we are so grateful and thankful. And, Lord, we are going to have the greatest celebration of your resurrection that there ever was. And we just honor you, Lord, as we go tonight. I just thank you that what happens here is going to overflow into our homes in the name of Jesus. Overflow in our workplace in the name of Jesus. Wherever we go, Father, it's going to be overflowing from us to whoever needs it in the name of Jesus. And we give you all the glory and all the praise, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great and wonderful night.